Hey there, and welcome to our final episode of this series of What Happens After. My name is Bryce. And I'm Melissa. And we're a couple that met on a reality TV show, Married at First Sight. And we've now been together for 10 months. And from my point of view, it's been the best 10 months of my life. Oh, thanks, babe. Oh, yeah. mine too. I was going to say, you don't want to give your feedback. <laughs> <laughs> Good start to our final episode of What Happens After. Uh, throughout the journey, uh, for those that have joined us week in, week out, first off, thank you very much. We have appreciated it. We've had a lot of our friends on this podcast. We've had family. We've shared a lot of stories about our time on Married at First Sight. Some good, some not so good. Uh, you give as good as you get sometimes when you do an experience like Married at First Sight. And, and you gave it a lot, didn't you? Well, depends what you mean gave. What did I give? Uh, I gave entertainment. You gave, definitely gave the entertainment. You I gave, gave good ratings too, just putting it out there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Come on, over a mill a night. They're yeah. not complaining. Oh, they're not complaining. But uh, I think there's a lot of people out there that, uh, yeah, we won't get into that again. But Anyway, on. that's irrelevant because it's now Monday night for us. Uh, you could be hearing this at any time. And this morning... We had a pretty exciting morning. It's been pretty busy, and it's still going to be busy for a few days for us, but we'll get into that next. This is the final episode of What Happens After, the podcast. I've been through heartaches, I've been to heaven, I've done my best and my worst, learned my lessons. If you joined us a couple of weeks ago on the episode, I think it was like episode six or seven, uh, we teased that we had some announcements coming up in the next couple of weeks or before the end of the podcast series anyway. Yeah. And, and we've been teasing it for quite a while now. We have been. And finally, uh, for us this morning, being a Monday night when we're recording this, the news finally came out of what we've been holding to and what feels like forever. And something we've been wanting to share for a long time and, you know, holding on to the fact that we wanted to be the ones to share it, not anybody else. We didn't want it leaked and we didn't want any spoilers. And I think we did pretty well. We were a vault. How good are we? If anyone ever needs a secret kept, we're a vault. And uh, look, obviously there's two parts to the announcement. Um, we'll go to the the first part. Uh, can happily announce we're engaged. We're engaged. I know. Ten months, <laughs> we're engaged, met in a reality TV show. And look, I couldn't picture spending my life with anybody else. So for me, it was an absolute no-brainer to lock you in for good. Oh, well, why didn't you do it sooner then? Because oh, we had stuff that was happening in the background. <laughs> we did, we did. And it just didn't feel like the right time or we were in the right headspace to do it. And yeah, I guess there's a video going on our social pages of how the proposal all went so we'll give a quick sort of recap into that it obviously happened on a helicopter Mm -hmm. got to give a shout out to microflight in melbourne because they helped me out that was great i loved it you loved it i love helicopters and i've been on one before but this was a a private one pilot was great great service beautiful little setup that they have and it was just a fantastic experience over over Melbourne. It was yeah, beautiful. So all the sights, it was good. It was beautiful weather, and yeah, it's just the two of us, which made it even more special. I had to do a bit of wheeling and dealing for that one, but it yes. worked out well in the end. Yes. But uh, yeah, literally, I took this up on a helicopter, did the riding, and I know traditionally when you propose to your partner, uh, you normally get down on one knee. Um, I didn't do that. No. Because I was sort of limited by. 
a seatbelt. But I, I, it was funny. It did not even occur to me that that didn't happen. Like that was not even my focus. But you can do it now if you want. I can. I can. I can describe it for the the listeners. You can. <laughs> I can as well. Well, why don't you describe how you're feeling? Because I'm so curious to know. Because I told you basically, if you haven't seen the proposal video that we put on, make sure you check that out. But it sort of happened. For me, it was a good week or two in the making, and I told you literally that we were getting up early in the morning, we were hitting the road, we've got a, a date day, we're doing a date day, which is very unusual for us because we normally do date nights. Yes, very true. So I was very shocked that we were doing a day date. I had a little bit of an inkling that something might be coming, but you know, I, I didn't know what we were doing or where we were going, so I, I really enjoyed the, the mystery of it all. But, you know, we could have just been doing something out of the ordinary. But I, I had a little bit of an inkling, but I just didn't know when it was going to happen or where. So you had an inkling that the date day could have been a proposal at some point? Potentially, yeah. Which is okay. Where do you think we were going when we were driving? Because we live on the Mornington Peninsula. So for us, we were heading into the city, up the East Link, the Penn Link, all that sort of stuff, and then the Monash. Where did you think we were going? I honestly thought we were going to... I'll go hot air ballooning. I didn't know where. I had dropped that. Yes. As a good decoy. Yes. Very, and you did very well with that. That's where I thought we were going. So I didn't know if we, if you could do it in the city or if we had to go out to the Yarra Valley, but that's what I thought we were doing. And then when we got right into the heart of the sea, I thought, "Mm, I think I've got this all wrong. And this is literally just, you're taking me out for breakfast or something. You thought we were going to go and get a COVID jab at the exhibition centre. Yeah, that was very true because that's where we were headed towards the exhibition centre. And, you know, I thought I thought maybe you weren't aware that I was, you know, pregnant at the time and couldn't actually get a no, COVID jab. I'm, I'm well aware, Ava, what you can and can't do. So the helicopter ride was done. It was beautiful. Um, you are now sporting, I think, the world's most amazing ring. Oh gosh, I've got the most beautiful ring. It's it's so unique and definitely me. It's not your typical. Oh, I don't even know. I'm not a I'm not a jewelry person. Well, so. it's a black diamond. So we have got to give a big thank you to uh, Hovig at Schneeke and Fine Jewelry. Uh, they're in Melbourne, right in the city on Collins Street. So check them out on Instagram and stuff because their jewelry is absolutely incredible. Uh, not cheap, but still amazing. <laughs> oh really, babe? Yeah, <laughs> it was good. Worth every cent. But what (laughs) literally, what I found is the ring that I've found you eventually, because it wasn't the first one, Mm -hmm. but it is very Melissa Rawson. Thank you. Yes, I I absolutely adore it. I actually didn't ever thought I'd go for a pear shaped diamond, which is what it is. And you did very well at picking that out. But it's just stunning. Well, I say it's very you because you do like to wear a lot of black and dark colours. And I, I thought, well, black. having black on a ring, that's very less. Yeah. And I'd seen other rings before and, you know, they're, they're such beautiful rings. But this is just, as I said, really unique and exactly what I was looking for. So we've obviously got the engagement that has been announced uh, through New Idea as well. You can check all that out in this week's edition of New Idea um, get it your news agents, your grocery stores, wherever you get your good magazines from. Uh, plus it's online as well. But the exciting thing for us to announce off the back of getting engaged was... We're pregnant! Liz is pregnant. 
We can't say oh, we're pregnant because yeah, it's just we, you. Yeah, well, I didn't get pregnant on my own. What? Well, I know I contributed <laughs> in a fair way. So we're pregnant. <laughs> yeah, we're pregnant. And it's been exciting for us. Um, it's a funny one because... Should we share how we actually found out? <laughs> I was going to say, are you going to share how we got pregnant? Because that was oh, I think a that's, bum chick wow, wow. That's a, uh, a chat that mums and dads <laughs> can have with their own kids at the right time. But basically, you might recall if you follow us on social media... Uh, we went up to Darwin for a nightclub appearance mm-hmm. probably, what, about two months ago? Maybe oh, well, uh, oh, well over two months Maybe two ago. and a half months ago now. And we obviously had a good night out up there and whatnot. And then the next morning, you weren't feeling the best. Yeah, and I, I obviously thought something had been up for a little while and just decided, look, bite the bullet, get the test. I was really worried about being spotted yeah. buying a pregnancy test. I think that was my biggest concern. Not that I was pregnant, but just being spotted in the pharmacy area. And before people say you were in Darwin, guys, you're not going to get spotted. Darwin has been one of the craziest spots we've been for Married at First Sight fans, particularly ones that like us, which is nice. <laughs> yeah, and lots of backpackers too that even... Yeah, all the yeah, English and the Irish and stuff, they, they throff it. They Darwin. absolutely dig it. Darwin is so good. Oh, I could move to Darwin in a heartbeat. Mm. Live up there in the good weather. Yeah, not with not not while I'm pregnant. No, no thanks. Not ideally at the moment. But Can't uh, handle it. So we did all that, and then the pregnancy test came back that you were pregnant. So we were pretty excited, slightly hungover as well. <laughs> not great. Uh, by that stage, I think I was weak. I literally would have been week two or week I three. Was, the test said. Well, we've got the photo. I think it's oh, yeah. three to four weeks. You were, weren't you? Oh, plus three. Plus three Plus three, weeks. that's it. Yeah. Plus three weeks. So I didn't have a, a, de- a definite period of how long I'd been pregnant, but it just gave us a, a really good indication. So I was in such the early stages and and then obviously absolutely no drinking from that point on. But um, yeah, it, it was quite a shock, but I definitely felt like I, I wasn't feeling completely right. No, so... Since, I guess, the moment we found out that you were pregnant, we've been doing all the right things. I've been trying to support you as best I can. You've done, you've done, you know, I know you've copped so much flack for for maths and for good reason for some things. But I have to admit how amazing you've been, even in these early few months of pregnancy. Every time I've had morning sickness, you're rubbing my back, pulling my hair I'm away. I'm trying, I'm trying. And you always, you know, say, you're right, babe, when I'm just hurling up my guts every hour of the day. Not just morning sickness, ladies, I learnt. Not just morning sickness. It's any day sickness, all time sickness. But you were actually pretty good, though, for the first maybe... About eight weeks. Eight, nine weeks, yeah. yeah. It's only been like recent weeks because at the moment, where are you now? 15, 16 we weeks? We are coming up to, on Thursday, 16 weeks. Yeah, so you're past the first uh, trimester. and Yep. Yeah. When does the first trimester end? Oh, I'm babe? not sure. <laughs> 12, 13 weeks? After 13 weeks, yep. There you go. Good guess. Good. See, this is the thing. You're probably thinking, oh, God, Bryce doesn't know what he's talking about. But I'll actually admit, I don't because it's new to myself and it's new to you. And yeah. we're really like any new young couple that's having their first child or twins that 
Oh, yeah, we're having twins. Oh, by the way, it is twins. <laughs> <laughs> you probably know this by now, but we're having twins. Um, we found that out at a later date at your first scan, which I didn't get to go to. And I was shattered because I was so excited. Uh, I guess we can blame COVID for that. Mm-hmm. And at that stage, Melbourne had restrictions around numbers in surgeries and clinics and theatres and whatnot. So I couldn't actually go in there. And when you're going through your first, I guess, pregnancy with your partner and having your first child or children, you want to be there for every milestone, as I call them, like your your first scan and whatnot. And look, it was, it is what it is. Like you can't sit here and think, oh, geez, I wish I went to it, but you do. But it's just the times are at the moment. Yeah, and and we don't have all the information, and we're just trying to find our way at the moment with this pregnancy and learning all about being pregnant and what it will be like to have twins. So yeah, we're learning a lot, but. Every day there's something new to discover and it's pretty overwhelming at times, but also, you know, super exciting. Yeah, it's funny. When you went in for the scan yourself, I came out and I was like, babe, where's where's the pictures? Because I've always seen pictures come out and you're like, oh, I haven't got any. They're going to email them to me. I was like, oh, okay, that's a bit weird, but I don't know any different, so I'm just going to have to take your word for it. That was a big fat fib. <laughs> Little did I know that old little Miss Rawson here already had them in a disc on yeah, a phone. And... I didn't realise that they, like I thought you'd get a photo. Mm. All of mine came on a on a disc, yeah. which was unusual. Like I don't even have a, a laptop or a computer that I can put a CD-ROM into. <laughs> and you kept it from me for about 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. So I picked long. you up yeah. and we went around to your parents' place to show your mum. Mm-hmm. And at the front, you're like, oh, hey, I'll show you before we go in. I was like, oh, yeah, this is cool. That's fine. And I was looking at the image and it was a video and it was two different angles. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh, yeah, that must be like angle A or angle B or something and going through that. And then you're like, no, babe, that's two. And I was genuinely shocked, but in a good way. Yeah, you um, were wrapped. Yeah, I was excited because I think we've always spoken – when we say that we want to have kids, that we'd always thought we'd have two kids. Yeah. And for us to have that straight from the get-go is pretty bloody exciting, I reckon. Yeah, and having twins as well, uh, this is a high-risk pregnancy, so I won't know anything else other than this pregnancy. And having twins is obviously going to be a lot more of a strain on my body, but again, I won't know any different, so... Um, at this point, everything's running really, really smoothly. I have, I have side effects, which are normal with pregnancy, but uh, there's only been a handful of days where I've been really, really crook and, and couldn't get out of bed. But otherwise, I'm yeah doing pretty well. I reckon you, you're smashing it. Yeah. If there was a rating system for how well you're doing, I'd be giving you 10 out of 10. Oh. so Not four. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh. Yeah, funny. We laugh about it now, don't yeah. we? Actually, it came up. Yeah, it came up the other day. One of the guys um, at soccer was like, "Why did you put four? I said, "Oh, it's my favourite number. It's always been my number at soccer, except for this year." Yep. Yeah. Anyway, we'll move on from that. Something that's much funnier <laughs> than that was the reaction of our parents. So we've actually got them recorded to share with all of you because we thought oh, it's something kind of cool and a bit unique and um why don't we start off with 
my mum because I think your mum gave a better reaction. <laughs> okay, let's so, do it. to tell my parents, we flew up to the Gold Coast. My family live up there. We thought, oh, we want to tell them in person. So before any lockdown and restrictions came in with traveling across the country, we went up for a few days and uh, surprised them up there. Now, how did you think my mum was going to react to this? Uh, I thought she would be shocked and maybe say that we were moving very quickly. Yeah. And that's the thing. There has been a lot of feedback saying that it's been 10 months. You've barely known each other, which in some respect, you're right. But what we went through... It might seem that way. Yeah. What we went through on the show is equivalent to a three-year relationship. And they say that on the show as well. And it was so accelerated. Like we, we, We've spent so much time together since that very first day. And especially for us, like we basically moved in together immediately and we've been around each other constantly. Well, I resigned from my full-time job in Canberra to move down here. Did you resign? Oh, I thought you were fired. (laughs) Anyway, definitely resigned. And when I got down here, things sort of just went like to another level or another couple levels pretty quickly with us. Everything was just like so natural and... To think it was better than what it was for us in the environment we're in, putting up with a lot of the crap that was happening around us and being forced upon by others, we did really well in that environment for what we know happened. Absolutely. But we went to another level when we moved in together. And yeah, I guess telling my uh, my parents uh, was an interesting one. I was quite nervous. Mm-hmm. I knew my mum would be excited and she knows that I've wanted kids for a long time. But uh, this is what happened... When we told my mum we were having a kid. Oh, what the hell? Are you pregnant? <gasps> oh my god! Oh, congratulations! <laughs> oh my god! Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Is that why you're not feeling well? Oh my lord. Oh, did you know? Did you know? No, I'm, I'm, I'm frozen with fear. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, how far gone are you? I think about four or five weeks. Holy shit. So as you can tell, she was uh, she yeah. was happy for us. Super happy. But at the same time, she was like, oh yeah, like like any mum would. She's just like, she has that hint of concern just to be like, you know what? I want what's best for you guys. You know what you're doing. You're 32 years old, the two of you. You've got this. And from the moment she's found out, she's been nothing but excited. Like mm. we've known obviously now for a few months about this being pregnant they've known as well our parents and they've had to keep it a secret until today being monday yeah um so that was tough on them we acknowledge that but and it was also tough as well because i think our families had seen what we'd gone through with being on the show and how traumatized we were and all the hate we were copying and they were just worried about us taking this next step not because we couldn't do it but what everybody else would say and the reaction that we would get and especially because it did happen so quickly um you know i don't think it happened that quickly no neither and this is the thing like i guess at the end of the day we're the best judge of what the right timeline is for us because no one knows our relationship better than us yeah and i think our relationship you know completely People can see and observe from the outside, but they actually don't know how we are, unless you listen to our podcast where we give you, you know, a bit more depth to how we are. But we're 32, like we're 33 in 
well, I'm 33 in six months. That's yeah, I'm terrifying. 33 in March, just after you. So it's sort yeah, of. We, yeah, we know. Yeah. You know I'm, I'm older by cougar. seven weeks. Yeah, yeah. The cougar of the two. But, but we knew, you know, we're, we're not getting any younger. And by the time you get pregnant, you don't know how long pregnancy can take, for, you know, falling pregnant. And then you've got nine months and then, you know, you've got time to plan. And I think that, I think we made the right decision. Yeah. And I've always maintained that I want to be a young dad. Now, I don't think being 32 is a young dad. Uh, is still young. Oh, it is young, but I've always wanted to sort of be the dad that is going to be able to take your son or daughter down to the park to run around with a dog or go and kick a footy or a soccer ball or do something active and be involved with their life at a young age and I guess try and experience what I did when I was younger. So, And we had both agreed that we probably didn't want to wait any longer than past 33 and obviously as a woman gets older it can become more difficult not that 33 is the age of difficulty but I think we just didn't want to wait and we knew it was right for us well I know you didn't want to wait too long to tell your mum that you were pregnant and uh, it basically happened almost as soon as we got back from Darwin Mm -hmm. Uh, very soon after actually was it Mother's Day it was we came back from Darwin midweek and then oh no it was no, friday it was a, it was a day, no, saturday a day before mother's day oh that's right yeah yeah it was yeah. pretty quick yeah and uh yep. well i just want to tell mum I, I knew she'd be absolutely ecstatic because my poor mum has always lived for 32 years thinking that her daughter's never going to have a child <laughs> so i had to get this reaction Your mum, it's obviously different. Being the mother of the daughter is not more responsibility on her shoulders, but it's just, I don't know, they they take it much closer because, as you said, she's known you for 32 years. Yeah, and uh, thinking of myself, you know, mum tends to bond with baby or babies, you know, from the get-go, especially with breastfeeding and everything, so... Yeah, mum was wrapped and you can also hear my, my sister. She's the one that's crying, um, doing the recording. And uh, I think my dad, he was standing in the background. I, 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 he was just <laughs> absolutely stunned. And I wish I could show you a picture of him with his eyes wide open, looking at the floor like, what is going on? But he said, uh, oh, that's pretty quick. It was good stunned as well. Oh, yes, it was good stunned. Yeah. Well... <laughs> It was funny. The time came to then eventually fast forward a few weeks in our life to the moment that we told your mum that we were having twins. Now, as you said, parents all knew that we were going to be having a baby uh, during December 31 yep. uh, on New Year's Eve. But when we found out about twins, we went straight to your parents' house and uh, shared the news with your mum. Look at his face. Oh, look. Look. Yeah. Nose. Lips. Yep. There's, there's the hands, the arm, the legs. Look at the feet, look at the toes. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. See, so I can't make it out that well. I can't really make it out that well. So play there. So there's 10 fingers and 10 toes. Yep. Yep. 
And then there's another 10 fingers and 10 toes. No way. No. That's what no. I just said. You're not. I'm having twins. <laughs> you know there's twins in the family. I told you. No, you didn't. Dad's sister is a twin. Oh, well, that makes sense as to why. She was having twins. Bryce outside. Oh my God. I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh, I'm like, it's two different angles. I'm like, yeah, that's a head that way, that's a head that way. And then. No, that's two babies. I saw her flip back and forth, and I'm just thinking, oh, she's gone from another angle. Yeah, that's no. what I thought. There's one here, and there's one up here. And then. Oh my God! They're perfect, they're healthy. This one is super active, like flipping so around. So it's gotta be a boy like me. And this it's one's gotta not, be a boy. This one's not moving, just lies there. Yeah, she's just, and she's just, just a bitch. Yeah, that's gotta be a girl. Maybe had its arm on <laughs> So you thought the excitement levels could be good for just a pregnancy announcement. Tell them it's twins and it goes to another level. <laughs> My mum's got a really good squeal on her. When I, I lived in Canada for a year and I actually, oh, this is years ago, and I, I snuck back into the country and, and walked in the front door and surprised mum. And it was a very similar scream that mum did when I came back from Canada to when she found out I was having twins. So there was a lot of excitement <laughs> in that moment. And I guess since we found out that we were having twins, it's been oh, it's been a real roller coaster. It's been a good one. It's been a good ride because we've since found out there's a lot of uh, different challenges that come with having twins, a lot of different timelines as well. Uh, we've gone from thinking that we're going to be having a baby around New Year's Eve on December 31 to potentially now having it earlier, maybe end of November, uh, start of December, which is exciting for us that hopefully... Our two twins will be here for Christmas, which would be amazing. That would be so good. I'd love to have our babies and, you know, just be in their infancy in those first few weeks and be celebrating Christmas and New Year's with them. I, I just couldn't think of anything better. Yeah, so you can see all of this uh, on our social media platforms. Of course, new idea. Uh, we've shared the story with them. Uh, there's obviously no secret. We've been doing some stuff with them. It's all out there now. So, um, yeah, we were... Loved working with the guys at New Idea. They had so much respect for us, uh, reciprocated towards them as well um, to share the news because, look, we put a lot of trust in them to do the right thing by us and then they put a lot of trust in us not to go and tell the whole world before uh, it came out in the magazine. So we've got a good working relationship with the magazine now as well, which we're very thankful and appreciative of. Yeah, very grateful. They they really respected us and didn't release our story without us and you know actually told our story accurately yeah they did like it was literally how we've shared the info um they've really respected us and keeping some things private as you want to do with a pregnancy but uh look we could sit here all all day all night and talk about how excited we are about kids but uh for the final time and what happens after we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna get to your questions on what happens after the podcast this part of the podcast has been a chance for you to ask your questions to uh, either Liz or myself uh, on the email address whathappensafterpod at gmail.com. Now that's obviously going to stop because this is the final episode. So thank you to everyone that did reach out with questions through the email address. We got so many uh, and we do mean that each and every week. We obviously couldn't get to all of them all the time because we'd be literally doing probably another episode per week. But um, yeah, it's been really good and uh, we guess we thank you for sending them through because it's given us a good indication of what you've enjoyed sort of 
hearing and seeing with us. Mm. And I guess it's opened our eyes to a few things as well. Yeah. Um, one question that came through this week, we had a few come through and we're going to sort of keep them baby engagement related. Um, but one question that did come through that wasn't around that was in regards to the break we took the other week from the episode. Now, we called it a mental health break for a week or so. Uh, we did share the reasons why, a uh, list with the medical uh, thing happening in the background and uh, myself having a mate pass away to suicide. And look, it was an interesting period, but it gave us a real good chance to focus on things like the babies. Uh, you had some testing done around that time, mm-hmm. um, as well as your breast as well. You can give a quick update on the breast, actually, because you've got a bit of a update on it. Yeah, I went and... I've been referred to a specialist and I'm going in for a needle biopsy. Uh, I thought I was going in a week ago, but it was just to see the specialist and book a time in. So having that done in just a little over a week and hopefully everything's okay. Uh, The question that came through from Emily, and I I kind of have a bit of a chuckle at this. So she said, hey, how's your mental health going? Um, I guess we've covered it with that. But she said, is there anyone question you would be more than happy to never be asked again. And what's one question you haven't been asked and wish that you had been asked? Whoa, that's a great question. It's a probably the question of the series, I reckon. All right, well done. Why don't we start with what question are you sick of being asked? I'm probably sick of being asked what my experience was like on maps. Uh, I'm so grateful to maths because I met you and regardless of what anybody says you know I I'm I love you and I'm so glad that we get to share our lives together so I have to be grateful to maths for that but I'm so tired of being asked about my experience because it was it truly was such a upsetting painful emotional stressful experience even though I got something so amazing out of it and I did I had such amazing times with you when we weren't filming but when it was filming it that i'm just not made for tv yeah it's a funny one because mine's a little bit different to yours it is to do around our experience but people have always said to me online in the streets i appreciate they want to know things that they've seen on tv and how accurate they are but i always get asked about other people and it doesn't probably take a genius to work out a couple of specific people I'm being asked about mm-hmm. that were on the show and saying, what are they really like in real life? Um, you caught out some behavior things to do with them on the show. Was that right? Or was that you just being a dick essentially? And I'm like, well, I'm like, I don't do things just to over dramatize things. I do it by how I see it. And I guess that's a good thing with freedom of speech. Everyone's got their own opinions and their way of how they assess situations and that's what i did now people people loved it i get stopped all the time and you've seen it firsthand how many people come up to us in the street and say oh we loved what you were like on the show well everyone that you've met that has actually approached you has said that they liked how forthcoming you were and how forward you were and spoke your mind i don't i guess though that people aren't going to come up to you and go i hate you and i don't like anything that you say that just hasn't that only happened. happens online. Yes, that is very On a keyboard. So that's the two different worlds with that. But yeah, I think just I'm sick of being asked about what specific guys or girls on the show are like. Because look, 
you've probably got an opinion of yourself and it's probably pretty accurate from what you've seen and how behavior is back in their real world. Um, this next question came through from Sandra. Uh, she's in Brizzy saying that uh, literally came through before we started recording the episode tonight being a Monday night. How are we going to handle being part of an exclusive club with the attention that's going to come? Because obviously there's not a whole amount of people that have had children from married at first sight. Like, there's obviously another couple uh, in Australia that has had a child and is now married. But when you look across the mass franchise across the world, because it's not just an Australian show. This is a worldwide show that's got individual franchises across multiple countries. Yeah, I, I didn't know there was a MAFS Serbia. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I know. I haven't heard much about the New Zealand version. Yeah. All I keep hearing is it's not as good as the Australian one. Oh. Give it time. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it will get better. Looking forward to seeing the UK one. Uh, Mel, the expert. Oh, good, because there's it. no chance I'm watching any... <laughs> Absolutely. I'll see how the UK one goes. They're going to try and make it like the Australian one, so uh, good luck to them. Um, how are we going to handle being part of this exclusive club? Uh, to me, it's no different. I'm, I'm not focusing on the franchise at all. I'll be focusing on our twins. That's going to be exactly where we need to give all of our attention. And, you know, it's a title that I'm <laughs> not willing to wear, but looks like we have to. We've been told. We've obviously got a PR team um, that sort of, work with us for some stuff um in our lives since the show is wrapped up and it's only a small team it doesn't sound like like we're, we're talking up something like for what it is or just being wankers essentially but mm-hmm. we have got a couple of people that we really trust uh close to us now that we've developed good relationships with and they've pointed out to us on numerous occasions that having twins from married at first sight is the first of its kind in its world so it's a world first for the married at first sight franchise which we were like, oh, okay, it's going to keep us to the brand. But the more you think of it, I reckon it's kind of like cool. It's very unique yeah. to us. Yeah, it is. It is. Like I think about it and go, it's a pretty crazy life that we've led up to this point and it's just something we'll always be known for. And and hopefully as the years go by when our, our kids look us up on the internet, <laughs> um, you know, I hope a lot more has happened since the maths franchise that our kids will be proud of. Yeah, and much respect to, we don't say this in an arrogant way, but much respect to all the other couples that have had a child and that they have met on the same experiment as we did. So, look, we're probably going to hit you guys up for advice at some point. So, wherever you are in the world, stand by your Instagrams, who knows. But uh, the final question is, what's the plan for the wedding? You know what? I'm, I've not even thought about it. Honestly, I, we've been so preoccupied with the engagement and finding out we're pregnant and having twins and the article. It, it's been quite overwhelming, but so exciting. So, you know, I think once, I think once the twins are born, we can start planning. Yeah. By the way, that question came through from uh, Roger, who's in Adelaide. So thanks for that, Roger. It's good not to see a guy coming through asking about weddings and. I guess for us, the big thing is our wedding on the show was in a farm barn. We can definitely rule that out as being a wedding venue of choice. No, no. You're you're a real beachy person. And I've all, I've grown up living on the Mornings Peninsula, which is all coastal. So, yeah, look, it'd probably be somewhere along the beach. But we just, yeah, probably won't do the farm barn again. Even Will it, it be beautiful. a big wedding? Will it be a big wedding, do you reckon? Is it going to be a massive shindig? No, I don't think so. I don't. You don't reckon? Not huge. 
no, I don't want to be inviting fifth and sixth cousins of, you know, distant relatives. I'd like to keep it quite close-knit. Yeah. Family, friends. Yeah. That's True. It. It's funny, we got asked during the week, who would you invite from the show to your wedding? By the guys at New Idea. It's in the article. <laughs> so you can see our answer for that in there, but uh, yeah. no-brainer, Jason was on the list. That's it, yeah. Maybe another couple. Maybe we'd consider. Else, yeah. We'd consider. Yeah. But uh, look, so that's all the questions for what happens after. Uh, thank you for sending them through. It's obviously been a big couple of days for us with the announcement of Liz being pregnant, us being now engaged. And uh, look, it's been a big series as well. And it's been a whole new experience for us getting involved in podcasting. Uh, no secret that I've been in radio for 11 years, uh, coming up for 12 years in January. Um, definitely keen to get back into a full-time role and I guess like any soon-to-be father want to support their children and I'm going to have twins so <laughs> I'm definitely <laughs> more than uh, keen to get back into a full-time gig I've been commentating and whatnot but uh, look I'm like any good wannabe father that wants to be there to provide for his future wife and children so uh, I'll be sticking in the game no doubt you're back at work already like you have been yeah I'm very very lucky with my job so they've been so good to me with uh, the flexibility i've needed when i've had appointments but we'll make it work babe we will and uh we want to take this opportunity too before we um say goodbye for a final time on the series to uh thank everyone or a few people actually we want to thank you first off for listening uh we wouldn't do this podcast week in week out if you didn't listen um not that it would be a waste of time but it'd be hard to continue being so driven to do it and I guess, let you into our lives. So thank you for showing the support that you have. And to those that did show support through Married at First Sight, um, it was a hell of a journey for us. Uh, we can't deny that. Uh, we do thank you from the bottom of our hearts because it's been, it was tough mm-hmm. for us. But uh, look, we're in a much better place now and we honestly couldn't be happier with how our life is going to move forward. Yes, thank you so much. You've you've really made this a wonderful experience and it's been a good opportunity to learn learn more about each other and about the people that actually listen to us yep uh we're gonna give a big thank you to jay as well at Podshape for uh getting this idea off the ground in the beginning had a couple of hurdles not gonna lie but uh it was like a 110 meter hurdles sprint at the olympics where we won gold medal and got through in the end so and thank you to our guests as well everyone that came on and shared a little bit about us and their experience uh with the show and just with us yep and uh, of course we mentioned before that we have a small pr team working with us thank you to those guys for getting us through week in week out the phone line's always on it's like a 24 7 hotline for us especially some of the days we're having at the moment so thank you to them and um yeah thank you to our families as well uh, for helping us and supporting us with the podcast too but uh don't know what's going to happen with our podcasting journey going forward um we'll have to work that out it could be on the cards we do continue doing it we're just going to sort of see how things go and where we're at see see how the the day-long sicknesses go pregnancy is a, a very interesting journey and there's a lot of women out there that i can learn from that can teach me how to get through this period but yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, so make sure you stay tuned to our socials across the the coming months. Obviously, going to be so exciting for us going forward and uh, with the wedding and the rest of our life to come. Uh, I have to thank you too, babe. Aww. You've been incredible because you've never done anything like this before. No. 
And you're a bit hesitant in the beginning as well. Yeah, yeah, it was very interesting. I didn't really do very well on maths. I never got used to being. Ah, uh, excuse me. Front. You did very well to get through maths. <laughs> I wasn't good in front of the camera though, so being behind a mic is a little bit easier. I have to admit, but thanks, yeah. babe. We've had a lot of fun, nah. So. We hope you've enjoyed our series of What Happens After. We've enjoyed bringing it to you. And until we speak to you again sometime soon, thank you for listening. Bye. Hey, it's Liz. If you ever wanted to ask me a question about myself, Bryce, us as a couple, or you'd like me to discuss a topic of your choice, you can email us at whathappensafterpod at gmail.com and hopefully I can answer it next time on our podcast.